Hello. Discover the answer to life's most perplexing questions. Gain insight for your journey and discover how to use your pain to launch your purpose as you listen to Beauty for Ashes, a podcast with Adrian Mayfield. Hello, guys. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Adrian Mayfield, just in case you have no idea who I am. I am author of four books. I also do coaching, purpose coaching to help people launch out of the traumatic experience of their life into their destiny. I have a podcast, which is Beauty for Ashes. And this is like my 30 second promo while I give people an opportunity to see the notification. In true fashion, it is almost midnight and I'm coming on live. I said I was going to stop coming on live so late, but as you can see, I'm not doing that. So I want to just come on really quickly and share with you guys a warning. And so if you um, are watching from YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also share the broadcast. If you're watching on another platform, make sure you share this with your friends. This is a key. This is a warning about the kiosks. So I'm already one of those people who, when I go out, I like to enjoy my experience. Like if I'm going out to dinner or even if I'm shopping. So I'm a person that doesn't really like the self-checkout. I feel like self-checkout is pushing us toward acting like we're an employee. You, you have to check yourself out. You got to pay for your own stuff. You got to beg your own stuff. It's like, wait, are you guys going to give me a 1099 or a W-2? And so it used to be just grocery stores and stores like Walmart and stuff like that. But now I've noticed that it's becoming more and more prevalent even at restaurants. Like I went to a restaurant last week and they had a self-serve kiosk. And I was like, well, can you not take my credit card? And the girl looked at me. <laughs> she looked at me like, what do you mean take your credit card? Like that not used to not be something that people would normally do. And so um, so Sunday night, I went out to eat at Red Robin. And so I was there with my brother. We we're having our food. And afterwards, you know, we're getting ready to pay. And I'm like, well, why do they have this stupid self-serve kiosk? Like, I hate these kiosks. I don't want to deal with my check. I want them to take my credit card and deal with my check. I don't work here. But anyway, my brother was like, just use it, just use it. So I thought they would have the thing on the front, right? Where you would stick your credit card, but they actually had one on the side. And the way that theirs was, it was like how they are at the gas station where you got to push it way inside. It didn't like stick out. So you had to stick it way inside. So I put it inside. I went through the process, did the survey. And then when I went to print my receipt, it wouldn't print. So that's what kind of got me a little distracted, right? And so I had to ask the, the server, can you print my receipt? He looked a little perturbed, but he brought the receipt. And so, guys, I walked out with my food, with my brother, laughing, talking about nonsense, got home, still just living my regular life. Yesterday, which was Monday, lived my regular life, did whatever I had to do. I actually didn't leave the house. So at 9 o'clock-ish, I get this text from my bank. The text says we're very we're attempting to verify these transactions. So they have on there a couple of transactions from Walmart, and then there's a transaction on there from the liquor store. And I'm like, oh my gosh! And it has my credit card number. So I'm like, wait a minute, what? So then I grab my purse, I look inside my wallet. Of course, my credit card is not there. Why? Because I left it in the stupid self-serve kiosk at the table. And so I'm like, oh, Lord, what am I going to do? So I call my bank. It takes forever to get them on the phone. When I finally get them on the phone, of course, 
true to the fashion of what I'm explaining to you now about all this self-service and then moving us away from customer service, they're like, well, we can send you a text to your phone and you can go online. You can do, I'm like, I'm not doing any of that. You're on the phone and you need to process this claim. And so we started going through, we're verifying my transactions. Guys, the person had, not only had they taken my card from Red Robin, they paid for their food at Red Robin, $69 and some odd cents. Then they went to four, count it, one, two, three, four, four different Walmarts. They went to four different Walmarts and ran charges on each one, 200 and something at one, 60 something at one, $7 at one, and then I think like $2 or something or another. And then they finished out at the liquor store. Did one transaction for $30 that was declined and another for 60. So when you total all that up, it was like $490. $490 that these people have charged with my credit card. They have the goods, but they're not paying for it because it's on my credit card. So I'm going to get the bill. And so I was just shocked. I couldn't believe it when they were naming the different transactions. I'm like, these people went on a literal shopping spree <laughs> on my dime, right? With my credit card. And so we went through the situation. They were like, you might want to call the police. So I called the police. I made a police report. They didn't seem very concerned. And so, you know, they said you can get your police report in a couple of days. And so shortly after that, almost 11 o'clock, I get this phone call, right? I get a phone call on Facebook Messenger. Well, it's from someone I don't know. And I'm like, why is someone calling me that I don't know? So I didn't answer. So then it rang again. I'm like, who is calling me? I don't know. So then I just ignored it. So I'm sitting there minding my own business. I'm like, why is this stranger calling me on Facebook? Like, I don't know them. So why are they calling me on Facebook Messenger? Guys, the next thing I got was a picture of the back of my credit card. The back of my credit card. The dude had my credit card. So I sent a note, I sent him a note and I was like, did you enjoy your shopping spree? Like, are you going to literally send me a, send me a picture of the car? But then I thought about, he's probably, this probably isn't the person. So then he sent me a note and he was like, I found your card at the liquor store. And I'm like, who, you found my car at the liquor store? <laughs> he was like, yes. And so he tried to call me again. So I picked up the phone Well, he didn't speak English very well. And so, you know, let's trying to communicate. I'm trying to, I do speak the limited Spanish, but it's not as fluent as it used to be. So I'm trying to type, type on the translator on my computer and then type in, type in so I can communicate. And I'm like, well, why didn't you give it to the store? And he's like, well, I just found it. I want to deliver it to you. I wanted to give, I found this. So I wanted, you know, I found you and I wanted to give you the card. I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Like, it seems nice enough that he wanted to give me return my card to me but by that time it was canceled plus i don't even know like who he is so i was like that's okay so i was really shocked i called today to follow up on the story found out you know that the person that came it was like all day yesterday before the person actually found it and so i wanted to give this warning about it i've seen a couple of warnings about gas stations and people putting the you know putting the little things in there that can make a copy but in this instance it was my carelessness that actually caused them to be able to get the card because I left it in there by accident. But you just don't think that a person would find your credit card, take it, use it to pay for their food, leave a $12 tip, by the way, mind you. They left a $12 tip, being very generous with my card, and then go and spend $500 worth of stuff. And so why am I telling you this story? One, I want to warn you about these self-serve kiosks. 
make sure that you pay attention, make sure you get your credit card, make sure you get a receipt and that you monitor it and even make sure that you're checking even at gas stations and stuff. But the second thing is I wanted to tell you that the guy who found my card and who was attempting to return it to me signifies something that the Bible teaches us. You know, I got to connect this to the Bible, right? I can't just tell you this exciting story and leave it there. So let's go to Proverbs chapter six, verse 20, no, verse 30, Proverbs six thirty. If somebody can put that in the comments, I'd really appreciate it. Proverbs six thirty. it says, people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may even have to give up all the substance of his house. So what's this thing? If someone steals out of necessity because they're starving, people don't really hold it against them necessarily. But whether they stole it because they were starving or stole it because they were greedy or mean, it doesn't matter. When the thief is caught, he shall return sevenfold. So what do I want you to know? Perhaps something has been taken from you. Maybe someone stolen from you, lied on you, betrayed you. And you keep seeing people getting something that you feel should belong to you. Maybe someone has just maliciously, viciously taken something that's yours. Well, I've come to give you this reminder from Proverbs. When a thief is caught, he must return sevenfold. So trust God and know that he will turn even those things that the enemy meant for evil for good. There'll be a ram in the bush. There'll be someone, God will use someone to bless you in spite of all that. Just like the man who found my card. And who was nice enough to call me and say, hey, I have your card. Can I return it? Trust God to vindicate you. Trust God to redeem the time and to give you the speed that's necessary to make up for anything you've lost. Because the Bible tells us that he is the one who gives us beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple Thank you for this reminder that you've given us that we need to pay attention, that we need to be diligent, that we need to be sober, that we need to be well-balanced and alert, that the enemy may not gain an advantage over us. But we thank you that you are the great equalizer and that you have said that when the thief is caught, he shall return sevenfold. So in every area of our lives where things have been taken, where things have been lost, we pray that you will begin to restore the years that the canker worm has stolen that you'll begin to redeem the time, that you'll give us speed to make up for the time that has been lost, the things that have been that things that have been lost. And we thank you, Father, that you are the one who makes all things new. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. Your lesson for tonight. Be sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Like and share. Share this with someone. Be reminded. Watch out for those self-serve kiosks. Make sure you get your credit card out if you have to use them. But ultimately, remember, we never really lose anything because God keeps good records. And he will restore and redeem the time. God bless you. Have a good night. You've been listening to the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Before you go, subscribe and leave a message with your pressing question or comment. Be sure to tell all your friends and tune in next week for another episode.